we have some vital news about um, the the uh, the next president of the United States, which was the last president of the United States, Donald Trump. Okay. Um, uh, Chris, I don't think you've you've heard this, so uh, and we'll just uh, put the audio in uh, here. But this is breaking news from James Carville, who is, uh, despite everything, still alive. <laughs> <laughs> If you go to the Drudge Report, and I think it'll still be up, the, the, the story that talks about Trump having hand cuts, and you can link to it. They don't look like cuts to me. They look like sores. And I've asked a number of MDs what medical condition manifests itself through hand sores, and the answer is immediate and unanimous, secondary syphilis. All right? I think, I think there's a good chance this man has to clap. And I'm not being particularly secretive about it. I am texting the photo. You can link to it. It's in some operation called a Daily Mail. It's some British thing. It's probably a Fleet Street rag. But, you know, maybe the picture was doctored or whatever. But I, maybe the story will go somewhere. Maybe it won't. But I'm telling you, at 1 o'clock Eastern, I'm humping this thing like a young dog on old furniture. <laughs> he is humping this thing like a young dog on old furniture, folks. Yeah, there's a couple things going on here. One, he is wearing a shirt that he was uh, that he was portrayed in in uh, uh, primary colors. Uh, it is the um, uh, uh, the uh, Mardi Gras green, yellow, and purple uh, uh, gaudy shirt. Uh, so one uh, uh, that he either has multiple kinds of that shirt, like you know, like some sort of like you know weirdo with like the same shirt like lined up in the closet or um he keeps buying the same shirt either way i think that's funny uh two uh dude's got swag yeah two uh the clap is not syphilis nope that's chlamydia chlamydia Chlamydia. um so that's fun and then i think though that old-timey folks might just refer use the clap to refer to any like back when stds were just like it's like a, it's like dropsy or like right. edema, you mm, know, like it's just mm. what they called it. Consumption. When it, yeah, consumption. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's like, my, that's my suspicion. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, three, he has like a gamer headset. I mean, whomst amongst us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's looking, he's looking great. Um, it's amazing that he's still alive. He's wearing the same shirt, got a gamer headset, the clap. Uh, and, uh, and, and that just lovely folksy little, little, little cherry on top at the end. Yeah. So, so what do we think? Secondary syphilis? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Trump definitely has syphilis. Well, he, it would be a, a rich American presidential tradition yeah, that he'd be, sure. you know, getting himself sure. into. Yeah. Um, I would be shocked if there was an STD that Trump hasn't had at least once in his life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would think by now he, he, he would... He would be a further uh, uh, mental decline than Joe Biden if he had syphilis. I mean, he could have got it treated. Yeah. Okay. He got the Regeneron. Does what it says in the tin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like it, it's a uh, it, it's been halted. The progress has been halted. Could be, at, yeah. At, at hand sores, not like uh, your your spinal column deteriorating. I mean, he's he's pretty deteriorated, though. Like you, you hear him speak, right? Like, well, actually, maybe his. I don't know. Lately, he he he's he's got the juice. I don't know. Like but that's just because he can say anything in that tone, and it sounds good. Like it's not right, it's right. not because what he's saying is right, particularly. You know, cogent. he's not spry or cogent, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, all right. But maybe, actually, this theory, let's go a little deeper with it. it. If he did have spinal deterioration, perhaps that would explain his, like, feet of, 
like MJ style defying gravity with oh, like the yeah, far the lean forward thing. Oh. Like maybe he yeah. has like a Doc Ock, like, uh, you know, like spinal reinforcement oh, thing. And yeah. like, you know, he just keeps his like extra like robotic appendages in, in his coat. Right. Right. Know, not let out the secret. Yeah. 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 Or, or like the, the uh, stainless steel contraption that keeps him upright is so heavy that he can lean fold- forward with that improbable body shape. Mm-hmm. And like, it's still like the weight distribution still keeps him upright. All right. Yeah. So, you know, all right, we're cracking the code. On yeah. This. Carvel and us, we're on the case. We're yeah. doing forensics. Like an we're old doing... dog, like a, like a young dog <laughs> on an old furniture, yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. It will keep you posted. Yeah. Keep an eye out for those hands. <laughs> <laughs> open well, open wounds. Uh not everybody knows this, but um, Carvel's name actually comes uh, from where he grew up, which was the world, uh, you know, in Pixar's Cars. <laughs> <laughs> he's half car. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. part car. He's, he's, part he's car. I think he's a quarter car. Yeah, he's a quarter yeah. car. Yeah. It's that, it's that one, one drop of motor oil theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For what, what, what's, is the race just car? Or, or oh, are they like, uh, I don't even know. I never uh, actually saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, or is it like Carus Erectus or something? <laughs> like, I don't, automobilius? Yeah, Automobilius. I don't. Uh, sometimes in my uh, uh, when I when I really need to, um, some might call it disassociate. Others might might call it you know just be distracted. I listened to this uh, uh, really broy podcast called Episode One. Oh, which, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that one. Yeah, I really like that. And they had one that was. Um, uh, Pixar sodas uh, that that really just was basically cars, but for sodas. Uh, and the entire time, it really asked a lot of questions that I had about cars, but you know about sodas. You know, like it, so, like, it, like it, it, at what point, like, what, what, is, what actually is the consciousness of these of these of these beings? Right? And like, if you if you if you crash, like, are you dead? But sometimes people want to race, but you run out of gas. Yeah, it's all very it's all very strange. I, yeah. don't know, I haven't watched a movie. I think it's like fast infurious rules yeah like if you die you, you're dead yeah. but like if you almost die you're a legend right yeah and it's really hard to die yeah, it's like <laughs> cartoon physics well i guess because it is a cartoon that makes sense all right you know it's not a cartoon is what's happening in the middle east there you go that's a transition yeah right there, there we go wow. that's not that's yeah. not a cartoon at all yeah this is i'm a professional here um, that shit is real fucking life yeah yeah so the, the um the uh uh, what's going on in the the um the Middle East is expanding to a, a regional war. At least it certainly feels like it's going that way, right? Uh, Israel um has so far. David, we are not at war with Houthis, okay? Right, of course. No, we we're we're just really into uh ships going where they need to go. Yeah, that's we're you know international commerce. That's that's why we we uh, actively manage like three different blockades of several different countries is because we really really love <laughs> we love the free movement of goods the free movement of goods yeah uh yeah uh u.s base attacked in iraq hours after iran vows to vows revenge for damascus attack this is an al jazeera um headline where yeah so uh israel um killed about four revolutionary guard members in damascus uh at, with a um a drone strike and uh that uh and uh, iran has uh, vowed retaliation and at the same time um uh there's been uh some uh, attacks on u.s air bases in iraq that's really i don't know i feel like all that 
is really, uh, you know, those are the facts on the ground. Everything else is basically speculation, but like, that's, um, that's, that's a, that's a scary one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, let's, uh, hope, uh, cooler heads, uh, merge victorious. (laughs) You know, like, I I don't fucking know. Like usually happens around there. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the Iranian, um, government, um, had, uh, pledged, uh, retaliation for the Soleimani, uh, assassination, which has, as far as we can tell, not happened yet. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah, I think I think the only thing that keeps this from really popping off is the fact that Iran is like so fucking patient with with all this. I I don't right, you know, um, in the same way that you know, a way that couldn't be said of Saudi Arabia, Israel, the uh, U.S., the U.S., uh, and, you know, and I, I guess you could say the you know, Yem- uh, the Houthis in Yemen as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, but, Lebanon is also not, yes. you know, accelerated anything, uh, despite being, like, bombed. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, southern Lebanon has been bombed many, many times, and, like, several, like, civilian citizens, including journalists, I think, like, about four or five journalists have been uh, uh, murdered in, in, in uh, southern Lebanon also. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so all, all of these... Um, uh, uh, Countries, I, th- I think, are, are you know also going to be at the end of the day like waiting on this uh, uh, possible, um, so, uh, like like the, 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 you get these like reports like the U.S. trying to shop around some sort of uh, um, plan to like normalize relations with Saudi Arabia and Israel in exchange for some sort of Palestinian state. Uh, but um, that doesn't seem like anything Benjamin Netanyahu's interested in. Yeah, didn't he explicitly say that yeah. he'll never allow for a two-state solution? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and then yeah. when Biden was asked about it, Biden's like, no, he'll go for it. Yeah, yeah. This was hours after Bibi had said to the press, there will absolutely not be a Palestinian state after this war. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Biden just looks like such an ass. It like, makes me feel crazy. Like yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm being gaslit <laughs> to, to like see to see those two statements happen so quickly in succession. Right. Um, Which at least for me makes it look like uh, Biden is just like fell asleep at the meeting and and like when he woke up he's like okay we're good and like <laughs> left. You know. Well, I mean, like the whole like spin on this from the U.S. has been that what is happening isn't happening right like you know whether it's like bombing a hospital whether it's like committing a genocide whether it's you know um denying the possibility of a palestinian state it, it's just like the you know uh white house press secretary being like no 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 <laughs> no but actually I also think there's an element of it's like cooler heads you know like oh bb says that yeah but you know in reality, really once it. once once we you know once a big brother united states comes in and kind of gives him a pat on the shoulder and lets him know you know let, let, let's let's him know what's up and what's more reasonable i think that there is this idea that like um israel is so up the United States ass that it will essentially do whatever Joe Biden at the end of the day tells him to do, which is, you know, yeah. r- ridiculous. Um, yeah. And if it, that is the case, then like Joe Biden has been single-handedly doing this genocide. Right. You know, like, well, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which I, I, I had been um, uh, listening to this uh, interview with a reporter that was, you know, um, re- uh, going through like the history of Joe Biden's uh, support for, uh, Israel and he has the, we couldn't be a better president in uh of course I mean that facetiously in, in office right now it's like Joe Biden has just had this like really long history of 
like uh, like making the, like APAC go quiet with how like bloodthirsty some of his speeches yeah. have been, you know. So like this isn't um yeah, th- th- this is definitely is not Joe Biden being like, "Oh gosh, make it stop." Oh no, you know, he No, uh, not at all. Yeah, no, I I, I think he's he's having a um I don't think he has any problem with what's going on there. He just knows that foreclosing a two-state solution is very unpopular internationally. Yeah. It's yeah. very unpopular internationally. Well, and, like, and in Michigan. Where, well, where, and <laughs> that he needs to win. Well, I mean, it, it just begs the question of like, okay, so no, if there isn't a two-state solution, then the plan is for what is going on now to accelerate to 2 million casualties right. as opposed to 25,000, which is a grim milestone that got passed today, according yeah. to the Palestinian Authority. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and, and 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 also the backdrop of this is that the United States has also said that they plan a uh, sustained but not years long uh, bombing campaign for Yemen, uh, which has already been like they've been engaging in a bombing campaign yeah. for like the last what like ten years. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess now they're like cutting out the middleman of Saudi Arabia and they're just going to do it themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, which is like I. I <laughs> I, this, I guess none of this is surprising. It always feels stupid to, to talk about it, but it's like, uh, you know, when Saudi Arabia started bombing Yemen in what, like 2011 or something, um, you know, like the, it was uh, a horrifying, of course, but ever since then, the Houthis have just gotten better at this. Like they haven't gone away and they've only gotten stronger and better and they have like a whole, they have like a fucking air force now. And, like, I don't, it's just kind of ridiculous that it's like, you know, well, maybe it'll work this time, you know, kind of, kind of action going on here. It's just like really, really fucking frustrating and, and disturbing that, you know, we're going to just see so many more, so much more death all around the world yeah. uh, uh, for shipping containers. Yeah. yeah. And the Yemenis, um, before, you know, this most recent uh, acceleration of violence um, on Gaza, were the previous world's, like, biggest humanitarian crisis. Yeah. Where, like, it, I think they had, like, 400,000 people with cholera, like, several years back due to water infrastructure just being, like, bombed, like, yeah. strategically by Saudi Arabia, refueled, like, supplied, like, armed by the U.S. And that was under Obama and under Trump. Right. And now, you know, under Biden. And it's just like none of none of this shit is like on the table of the electorate no. as a set of choices at all. Like there's no meaningful way to vote out our like <laughs> imperial position. Yeah. Yeah. E- even if, even if you were like really into colloidal silver and wanted to uh, vote in RFK Jr. <laughs> like he, he still ha- he still has like the same. He still has the same uh, ideas about this. Like he, he's, he's no different on on this issue. Also, you really have no Marion Williamson too. Like no, there's no other option on um, uh, on the table for this issue. Cornell West, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Trump, Trump, looking like he's sliding into an easy win. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see if any of his many many indictments um, actually. Do anything. Do anything. Yeah, pretty much. So this is, at this point, a little bit old news, although there has been a development in this past week, but we didn't, we didn't get to this last week. This is the, um, the Mississippi pauper's grave in Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi, that was, um, outside of a prison. Um, and they found it was initially, 
was initially 215 people that were buried in this um, pauper cemetery. And that number has since in the last week risen to um, 671 people. So they put 400 more people in there or they discovered? They discovered the names of 400 more people. Yeah, there's a there's a log book that, you know, so far I, I've only seen mentioned in like local New- Mississippi news. Um, I think it's interesting that there's, you know, like the NBCs and NPRs that have also reported on this at all haven't, uh, haven't updated, haven't the story. updated on yeah. that. This is, so this whole story blew wide open because a woman, um, named Betterston Wade Robinson, um, her son had been missing since March of last year. And she discovered that uh, his body had been buried in this pauper cemetery after being hit uh, and killed by an off-duty officer. Holy shit. He was found, um, he was buried in the clothes that he had been wearing, which had his ID, his driver's license with his current home address, his credit card, all of his information was in his pants that he was buried in. He even had a bottle of medication with his name on it. With his name on it. So, very identifiable person. <laughs> Extremely identifiable. Yeah. And Holy they, shit. And instead of alerting his family um, or, you know, trying to reach out to his to his mother at all, they just um, put him in this in this pauper cemetery and um, and that was it. And so since then, three other individuals, their families have discovered that they, who were also missing from 2023 and 2022, have been found in the logbook. So, this is a local PD burying people who they know who they are not contacting the family and just not even saying oh we killed somebody right like so are we to take it that 600 people have been killed by the mississippi police right i don't i don't think that that's necessarily the case but it's probably like they either died in the prison uh which is likely or they um or they're like cold cases where they just didn't bother uh Solving anything? I mean, it's a pauper cemetery. So I'm sure that most of them are, you know, people who are extremely poor and indigent who didn't have anyone to claim their bodies. I'm sure that that's the vast majority of these people. But what is, and and that in and of itself is very sad and disturbing. And, you know, it sucks that people die in this world with nothing to their name and no one to claim them. But what is kind of um, disturbing about it is that the police are clearly using this as a vehicle for getting rid of other bodies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um. You know, I don't think that it's that every single one of these deaths is nefarious. It's that it becomes a tool for police to use to hide wrongdoing. That which could, is not really how this is being reported at all. Yeah. Despite the fact that that seems to me really the very obvious conclusion on. to come yeah. away from it. With. Yeah, yeah. Because, it, I mean, like, the, the people who, who uh, dig the graves are prisoners. Yep. Um, it's on a grave site that you can't, like, get to uh, publicly. They're unmarked. And they're unmarked, so... Except for like a like a serial number, they're, they're marked but, with a number. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this raises so many questions. Like, I don't even understand. Like, isn't it even just like on an economic basis? Well, I guess if you're using pre- prison labor, like I would, you'd think that like you just burn the body, right? That takes less energy and labor than like digging a grave and like crematoriums are expensive. Yeah, really? Yeah, they're very expensive to operate. Yeah, a lot, lot of gas. You gotta really crank you gotta those suckers really, up. You gotta really heat up a, a body yeah, to yeah. turn it into ash. So, as far as, like, the other 600 people that have been, you know, put to rest in this pauper cemetery, like, is there any idea of how many of them are, like, people who are still looking for them? Like, if there's a logbook that 
they've been keeping track of who's there, but they're not even reaching out to next of kin. Like, isn't that like really illegal? Like, isn't that a crime? Like disappearing? You think so, yeah. Yeah, someone should call the police. Well, what will likely happen is that now that this information is coming out, people who have had missing loved ones in the, in the area are going to be, you know, requesting to view this logbook and see if, if their loved ones are, have been buried here. It's pretty crazy that that kind of thing isn't in the public record in the first place. You know, yeah. like, there's, there's obviously, like, a social benefit to knowing, um, like, when people die and where they are put to rest, you know, right. like... Yeah, yeah, like, I, I, of course it's good that, like, um, uh, police withhold names of victims until, like, they can notify families and stuff like that, but when they're, like, not trying to, to notify them, them, you know, right, like, that's, that's definitely bad, and then also, like, when you're, when you finally made the decision to bury someone in a pauper's grave, yeah, it does seem like, why don't you just kind of, like, publish that list in the local newspaper or something, like, if you have the name? I don't know. That seems easy enough. Yeah, right. Definitely. You know, that, and especially when people are like going to the same police and being like, "Hey, this is a missing yeah. person. I'm looking for this person," right. and they know that this person is dead, and they don't reach out. Yeah, like that seems like an active crime. Yeah, you know, like well, in this case, clearly was a crime because the the man was killed by a police officer. Yeah, right. right. Definitely. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, not to make, well, you know, I'll make a local connection, although I, you know, maybe, maybe it's tenuous. I don't really, I, I think it's two examples of, of more or less the same thing. But, you know, this, uh, this past week, the city of Troy, um, uh, responded to a, a code violation. So, so someone reported that their landlord wasn't, um, didn't have the heat on, uh, the heat wasn't working. So they, they go in, they find that the, that the apartment is, is a mess. Uh, and I know that because they take pictures of it and post it on city-owned social media. Just what? all over the place. Pic- okay. Interior pictures of Interior- this person's apartment. Yeah. Okay. And um, and then uh, evicted the person. Uh, so like they so like they get kicked out of their own house and they, they, they got pic- evicted for the heaping off or for yeah, having a messy well, apartment. Well, because the house is uninhabitable. Okay. Uh, which just means you have to leave. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and they took pictures of their hat of their show you to report of, your landlord yeah, to the city yeah and, and um and they just like posted pictures of it and put and put it on on online and like you know like that that's not directly the police department though the police department does regularly and this is not legal in the in new york state um you know like take um uh uh take uh booking photos you know mug shots and uh and post those on their instagram all the time you know, like, which is, uh, you know, and like, so I don't know, they, they like, they can do that. But when it comes to like, making sure that, you know, someone finds some dignity in death, they're like, seem institutionally incapable of doing that. It's just like, really gross. What about this tenant? Did they get like a place to go? Like, where well, they just the, put out the, into the, the, the cold? The, the, was... the, na- the name isn't out there. So no one, I, I, I nobody knows no who they knows. are. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's the Carmel Carmela Mantello administration right there. Yeah, and then they yeah. deleted it because they yeah. got a ton of backlash from people. Yeah. Myself included. Yeah. Their Instagram was just like, at least right before it got deleted, it was like 40-something 
comments that were all like, what, like, what the fuck what is the this? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, like, what is this? And this is yeah. a new task force of hers. Uh, yeah, apparently, that, that, was, that was unannounced until now. Unannounced. What is it called? It's called the... Uh, Quality of Life Task Force. Quality of Life Task Force. Yeah, which, um, yeah, which she claims is just like getting the departments to work together more. Uh, but I guess it's working together to name and sh- or just to shame, you know, like poor people. I don't know. It's yeah. a very, it's very fucking weird. Uh, yeah, that's a, um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I feel like that these are both symptoms of a common, uh, disease in local governments of just like total undemocratic un- unaccountability. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, undemocratic unaccountability. Yeah. Right um this was in Elyria, ohio this is so this is such a fucked up fucking story so this woman is at home with her infant who is on a respirator because the infant has a breathing problem it's a it's a premature premature yeah um preemie infant and all of a sudden here's a knock on her door and what she calls like the loudest knock in the world yeah she's ever heard or something. yeah um she goes to the door to find that there are police on the other side screaming that they have a warrant. They have a, uh, what's the, a battering ram. Yeah. They batter, they batter the door down. Within Whoa. like six seconds. Within nine seconds yeah. of the first knock, from the first knock to the door being knocked inside the house. Under 10 seconds. Yeah. Under 10 seconds. Holy shit. They threw flashbang grenades. Um, what? One of which broke the window of the room that the infant was inside of. So the grenade bro- broke the window and the gas from the flashbang grenade went inside, got sucked in through the ventilator and in and forced into the infant's lungs. So the infant has chemical burns in their eyes, on their skin and inside their lungs. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, all of this was to serve a search warrant to a person who has not lived at this premises for over a year. Police have been to this house five times in the last year looking for this person who no longer lives there, who police have been informed by the landlord no longer lives there. Uh, but they, 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 but just, they, keep, they, coming just, they kind of keep coming back. I don't know. Yeah. Someone doesn't write that, that fact down. One of the cops <laughs> says it's caught on the, on, on, um, body cam. One of the cops says, so you're saying it was just that chick and that baby in there. And then the other cop says, yeah, the guy was at school. No, the guy wasn't at school. The guy doesn't fucking live there anymore. And, and someone is also clearly, uh, ca- uh, um, captured saying, um, uh, this is the wrong house. This is the wrong house. Yeah. Uh, which, uh. Uh, where did, where did this take place? In Ohio, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, and and, uh, and in the end, so this is like uh, um, another one of those things where like the police department has uh, not apologized, has admitted no wrongdoing, nope, uh, and is uh, insisted that the child insi- yeah. the, uh, that the child was it's not fine. injured. Yeah, kid's fine. Don't worry. Pre- Even though the kid was treated, preemie infant kid on was a- in the hospital. Yeah. Premature infant on a ventilator in the same room that used a flashbang grenade. Nah, it's fine. fine. Which had a big enough concussive blast to blow out the windows. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, It's absolutely bonkers. This, uh, um, yeah, and of course the mayor is like, I'm concerned, right? But it's like the the again, like you, no elected mayor has the ability to like take on their police department. It's no city has been capable of ever doing that. Jesus fucking Christ. Police even said, um, uh, any allegations suggesting the child was exposed to chemical agents, lack of medical attention, or negligence is not true, the police department said in its statement. What the fuck are we going to do about these cops? Like, I, this is a, um, a fucking plague 
on yeah. our nation. Yeah. And uh, there's no like easy solution um, other than, you know, just abolishing the fucking police. But good luck because um, even when you try to hold killer cops accountable, sometimes like our fucking injustice system can like burn the city that uh, tried to do so if they come up short. So, for example, like you know, we all know about the um, uh, death of George Floyd, uh, wherein Officer Derek Chauvin uh, kneeled on his neck yep. and uh, caused him to die. And then there were uh, riots in many, many cities uh, in 2020. There was another death, pretty much the exact same thing, beaten and then knelt on to the point of asphyxiation of Manuel Lewis. Uh, and this is in Washington state. And they tried to hold the cops accountable who killed this man, who was walking home with a box of donuts. That's what he was doing. Well, when that's he- what you, I mean, that's like walking through shark infested water with <laughs> a <Yeah>. chunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Gallo's humor is like literally all yeah, we have left. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so these uh, three officers were uh, charged, I think two of them with manslaughter and one of them with murder. They were acquitted and they were paid um, something like uh, $1.5 million each. And then they countersued and now they're getting an additional $500,000 settlement, which is like coming at the point of like not being a cop anymore because they were they were fired or whatever. They got like back pay and severance. So they each made- Now they're a, working in Coffee, Texas? Now they, they, they each yeah, cleared. Right. $2 million from the taxpayer Jesus after Christ. fucking killing this guy. And it's just like, I, I don't <sighs> even know what the fuck to say to that. Yeah. I, damn, man. Like, yeah, the, that's this tree is rotten root and stem. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, the, and no one disagrees that they killed that guy, right? You know, they, well, I mean, the, 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 the facts, yeah, it, they, right. they were acquitted at jury trial, but yeah. like, it's pretty clear, like right. there was. But um, that kind of acquitted, acquit, 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 acquittal, 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 acquittal means acquittal. that, like, yeah, they did it, but it, they did it policely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, so it was, it was allowed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what was in that box? Uh, yeah, and and like while well, the guy was saying, like, literally, I can't breathe because he yeah. couldn't breathe because yeah. he was being yeah. knelt on after being beaten. They were like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, and they got that all got caught on video, and it's just like, yeah, it's a lynching, yeah. Which, you Jesus know, like Christ. plenty of uh, American juries have acquitted people for lynching black people. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. But now you get the bonus of also having to, to pay millions of dollars in taxes uh, <laughs> to, uh, to, uh, for anyone that had to go through that. Um, uh, let's, uh, let's stick to this, uh, this uh, 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 level Theme. of depravity. Yeah. And... Um, uh, here's just like more like the background radiation of uh, um, uh, depravity for, for poor and working people. Uh, as folks freeze to death in Milwaukee, Ohio, not that, not the other Milwaukee. Oh, no, sorry. Is folks freeze to death in Milwaukee, comma, comma Ohio, Ohio pastor charged for offering shelter. Uh, so in this, uh, uh, this is a, um, uh, obviously a story from Milwaukee that is covering something that happened in Ohio, which is really the only connection there, right? That, uh, um, Thank you for explaining that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it mentioned, <laughs> right? It, uh, um, it, it starts off with, like, you know, several um, men uh, 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 were pronounced dead uh, uh, over the past, this last weekend uh, into Monday um, for exposure, right? They, they died from the cold uh, uh, because they, they had nowhere to go. And um, 
And so in uh this uh it, this uh town in um Ohio, Bryan, Ohio, uh he has it, this pastor runs a place called Dad's Place, which is I think uh quite charming. Uh that um uh uh just open is is like 24/7 open when it's really cold out to just like let uh unhoused people like not die. Right, uh, you know, re- real um, Jesus Christ stuff. Yeah, yeah. right. Real you know? Jesus shit. Yeah, these are uh, colloquially known as um, blue house or blue light uh, yeah. shelters. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, Chris Avel, the pastor who runs Dad's place, um, was arraigned in court uh, for this because of a zoning issue. Uh, Ohio law prohibits residential use in first floor buildings in a business district, and the church is zoned uh, within a central business district, and so. Uh, they said that it, uh, the building is there, you're not allowed to, um, Save have people, lives. uh, eat and sleep on the property, um, in the building. Uh, <laughs> and so he's, uh, um, he said he, he was, uh, sent a letter on November 3rd informing, uh, him that, uh, this wasn't allowed and, uh, he ignored the letter. Uh, and then during New Year's Eve service, police arrived and issued violations in the middle of service on New Year's Eve. Like what? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you're just like trying to like be a like a a, a movie from the 1940s about about <laughs> Christmas <Mr>. spirit. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck is the matter with you? They're like, bro, we don't have a safety net for a reason. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I, what the fuck are you doing? These are called excess population, bro. Get with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, many of these people have been rejected by their family and cast aside by their communities. So if the church isn't willing to lay down its life for them, then who will? Uh, says Avil. And uh, um, yeah, <laughs> his attorney calls it obviously unconscionable. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, so now he's uh, he's facing um, these like you know probably it's probably not much too much more than a fine, but like come on, man. It's a, uh, it's just like, it, yeah, it, it's, it's a, just another one of those examples where, you know, like the, the system, man, I don't know, the, everything's set up to make sure that poor people die. Uh, no. And it's everything from like killing you to make sure they die to, uh, you know, just like finding a church on Chris on, on New Year's Eve during service, you know, the, I, I you know, while well, at the same time, you know, you know, churches are also allowed to, I don't know, like buy old stadiums and convert them into like mega church mall sabaro uh, uh food court <laughs> bullshit uh and not pay taxes right yeah. you know a church can do that it can make someone filthy rich uh and provide a uh a, a disturbing um evangelical christian themed mall you can do that with a church in the united states but you can't can't uh save people's lives save people's lives that's yeah. There, that's why we have uh, uh, code, you know, code enforcement <laughs> to Jesus prevent that Christ. from happening. It's like the dead of the winter. It's like four degrees out. Yeah. Like, yeah, as, as we record right now, it's in the teens, you know, and that's like with uh, like a, not a cloud in the sky, sun, you know, bright sun and everything. You get all that radiant heat and it's still only like 14 <laughs> degrees outside. It's nuts. Um, but let's do a wildflower. Yeah, let's do a wildflower. Yeah, I know we're yeah. this is going to be kind of a short one, but I am still, dear listener, in a lot of pain. I'm in a lot of pain, and the only difference between now and last week is that I'm not on any fucking pain pills. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do a wildflower, and then we have some announcements to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is a, a relevant 
wildflower to your issue, Brittany, because marijuana meets criteria for reclassification, according to the FDA. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, and that's sweet, sweet dope. Yeah, which would be useful for pain re- relief. It would be. Um, so uh, I, I don't. I, I'm I'm gonna guess everyone that listens to our show knows this, but in case you don't, somehow marijuana is currently scheduled as a uh, schedule schedule one. one narcotic, right? Which means that it has absolutely no medicinal benefit, and that uh, is a high likelihood of um, addiction. Ab- addiction, addiction and abuse, yeah. and it can kill you. Yeah. Right. Um, None of these things are true, (laughs) (laughs) right? Um, uh, And so, uh, the the FDA uh, did a little study. (laughs) I'm I'm still unsure exactly what that would be like, (laughs) except for, like, (laughs) uh, asking your older brother. I don't know. (laughs) It's It's like, well, the U.S. government has sold something like, two trillion dollars worth of legal weed over the last you know decade yeah, yeah, and yeah. uh as far as we can tell zero deaths yeah um that's the study um just looking at reality yeah yeah uh so they're they're, they're thinking of rescheduling it as um a schedule three um that's a list that includes uh drugs with a moderate to low potential for physical and psychological dependence such as ketamine testosterone and tylenol with codeine so, so yeah this, you know, like, obviously doesn't, like, make weed legal nationally yet, but it is a precursor to making that possible. Yeah, um, yeah. Or or at least making sure that in states that don't want to um, make it, uh, like, recreationally legal, like, you don't go to jail forever for having it. Right. You know, like, it, you might just be, like, living in a dry county and having alcohol in your house, yeah. you know. So, as far as I understand, this is the precursor to the DEA or like the American federal government um, not uh, scheduling it that way, but that the FDA doesn't schedule that directly. Like there's two sets of laws, like the FDA is like, this from a scientific perspective is this. And then, you know, we have like separate, you know, drug enforcement laws that also would need to change. Um, But doing that would basically green light national end of prohibition yeah yeah the dea has the final authority for rescheduling and um they have a rulemaking process that requires a lot of uh public comment (laughs) uh i'm sure they'll get lots yeah so so this is a really long process it'd be extremely funny if it just ends up happening on donald trump's second administration (laughs) um that would uh pretty much ensure uh, his presidency for life i imagine well it seems like um, this happening now may be a prelude to like an october surprise of uh biden legalizing it nationally which has been you know a card up his potential sleeve like the whole time and things are getting dire as far as uh he's concerned in terms of popularity like uh i think is he at his lowest right now i know that it went very low because of um the uh the genocide in gaza but i haven't been like following the poll numbers i just know that it's suddenly like flipped from biden ahead of trump to trump ahead of biden I, th- I think it's the difference is like, does it smell more like dead fish or dead or rotten eggs? You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, I think it's, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, ho- um, hopefully this, uh, keeps a lot of people out of jail is, uh, I think the, the important thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. there, um, yeah. 
All right. So, uh, Brittany, do you want to go through some announcements? Yeah. So, um, oh, good Lord. Uh, so I'm actually going to be getting surgery this week. Minor surgery, nothing, nothing serious. Uh, but it's, and it's a corrective surgery that I've been, should have gotten a long time ago. And I'm really excited to get it. But what it does mean is I'm just going to take two weeks off. I really overdid it with my back. I, we shouldn't even be recording probably today. So I'm going to learn my lesson. Let all my losses be lessons. And I'm going to say I'm going to take two weeks off and just lay on my back and not move uh, hand, foot, or mouth. And so you might um, move your mouth a little bit, I'll probably so, move like my mouth chewing, a little bit. chewing, probably Gavin and David, yeah. you know, yeah. ho- hollering at him from the other side of the house, right? So sending me TikToks. Sending so your, the, your fingers are got to be working. My fingers will yeah. be working. Yeah, send me lots of TikToks. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, and so what we're going to do is we're going to suspend charges for February for our Patreon subscribers. So that way, because you guys haven't gotten a bonus episode all year and, you know, now we're going to be taking two weeks off. So I just wanted to, as a, an, as a thank you and an apology to just at least suspend charges for the month. And then that way, you know, you're not paying for something you're not getting. And then, you know, in three weeks, we'll be back full force, baby. I'm going to be stronger than ever. Hell Watch yeah. the fuck out. Until, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's I think that's it. I'm terrified. You should be. Yeah, you should all be terrified. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for you. Me too. I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm very excited. I've you know I uh, my feet have been really fucked up for many years now, and so this will be the first uh, big step towards getting me on the right foot. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. I think you do. Uh, and listeners, please uh, write in if you have any uh, content that I might be able to cover independently, like any potential interviews or otherwise that you think might be interested. Um, there's a couple people who have reached out in the past about this. I'll be following up on a couple items, seeing if I can just, you know, get something out uh, for y'all. Uh, and if not, you know, we'll see you in, in three weeks. And on a personal note, um, I, uh, one of my dear friends, uh, tragically lost, uh, her husband, um, last Sunday in a, um, snowboarding accident. And, um, the, you know, sort of wildflower coming from that is that they were both very involved in their local skate park. And so, um, there, there's a GoFundMe for a modernization of that skate park, um, uh, in memorial to, uh, Brendan Foley. Uh, and I'm going to leave the uh, GoFundMe in the show notes so that if people uh, feel like contributing to um, making the world a better place for the coming generations, um, this is a tangible, real thing that's happening uh, and an opportunity to help uh, some kids uh, have really great time. Um, and uh, rest in peace, uh, Brendan Foley. And um, yeah, I'll have that in the, the show notes. And um, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Iron Weed Spot. And on Instagram. Ironweeds Pod. And if you'd like to, you can send us an email at Ironweeds Pod. At, at gmail.com. Gmail. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.